Welcome to the Launch University Podcast, turning good intentions into reality in your career, business, and life. Here's your host, Jeff Henderson. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Launch University. Jeff Henderson with you. And today we're launching a new feature on the podcast, simply entitled Launch University Book Reviews. And let me take a second to tell you what we're doing and why I think this is a value add for our listeners. As you know, launchers are learners. We've talked about that on the podcast before. And what that means is, is that for us to launch the ideas that that we feel called to do, that's going to require us to get better and to learn and to improve. And one of the ways we do that is as we launch, we become better learners. And so as it relates to getting better and continuous improvement, I was taught this by Truett Cathy, the founder of Chick-fil-A. He said there's two ways that a person improves, the books they read and the people they interact with, the books they read and the people they interact with. So we're a big believer in reading books here at Launch University. Now, I know everybody's busy, but I push back when people tell me that they don't have time to read because I'm saying you don't have to finish a book in a week, but you can read one chapter a week. If you read one chapter a week when you get to the end of the year, you will probably have read more books this year than you read last year. So that's just a goal. One chapter a week, one chapter a day. We can do that. Okay. Now, that said, what we want to do here on the podcast now is from time to time, download to you some of our best learnings and insights from some of the best books that we have received and read. So to do that today, I'm starting with one of my favorite books on leadership and creativity called Creativity, Inc. by Ed Catmull. Ed is the CEO of Pixar and the CEO of Disney Animation. And I've always been a big fan of Pixar and big fan of Ed, especially after reading this book. And Pixar has built a staff culture that pushes against the status quo and pursues new and innovative ideas. That's just what they're known for. And Ed's book helps unlock the secret to how they achieve this and how they empower leaders to accomplish this. So as they're launching new movies, I think this is an opportunity as we're trying to launch things as a launch university community to learn from Ed and his team. So I've broken these 10 ideas that I'm going to give you into two categories, leadership and creativity. The first four are on leadership and the final six are on creativity. Now, let me make this point. These aren't the only 10 things that I've learned from this book. I would highly recommend you reading Ed Catmull's book, Creativity, Inc., but Between now and then, let me give you 10 of the top lessons, four on leadership and six on the creative process. And these are direct quotes. I'm going to have some direct quotes and then comment on them briefly, and then we'll be done. But I hope, my hope is, is that as you're driving around or running or whatever you're doing, that in essence, since we've read this book, we're able to help you now read this book through the Launch University podcast. So let's begin. Here's a direct quote on leadership from Ed Catmull as it relates to what makes Pixar so special. Here's what he says. What makes Pixar special is that we acknowledge that we will always have problems, many of them hidden from our view, that we have to work hard to uncover these problems even if doing so means making ourselves uncomfortable. And when we come across a problem, we marshal all of our energies to solve it, end quote. 
Now, I love this for so many reasons, but what Ed is saying is, is we're not trying to pretend that we don't have any issues around here. No, the issue is that we got issues, and it's a bigger issue if we don't know what that issue is. So we want to acknowledge that we have problems, and most of them, many of them probably are hidden from our view. So we want to work hard to uncover those problems, and when someone uncovers a problem, we reward that and say, hey, you are helping us get better. That's a fantastic way to approach leadership and leading people. Second lesson is this, another direct quote. One of the most crucial responsibilities of leadership is creating a culture that rewards those who lift not just our stock prices, but our aspirations as well. Let me say that again. One of the most crucial responsibilities of leadership is creating a culture that rewards those who lift not just our stock prices, but our aspirations as well, end quote. Here's a way that I think you could see this in your organization or with the people that you're working with or the people that someday you want to work with in terms of the people that you will hire. When people come into an office for a meeting, let's say, What kind of emotional climate are they bringing into the room? What Ed is tapping into here is the emotional intelligence, the emotional health of an organization. And so what he's saying is one of the things we want to do is create a culture that rewards people who not only make us better, they just lift our aspirations. There's an emotional health and intelligence to that. And that translates, I think, to what you see on the films, on the movie screens, when you go see Pixar or Disney. Third lesson that we're going to talk about, another quote, is this. The goal of leaders is to uncouple fear and failure, to create an environment in which making mistakes doesn't strike terror into your employees' hearts. This is such a big deal. What he's saying is uncoupling fear and failure so that when an employee fails at something, they are actually rewarded by trying versus uh, I can't fail, I can't fail, I can't fail. And then at that point, you have you have terror in the hearts of the employees. That, there's nothing quite like that to diminish the possibility of an, an innovation in your organization or what you're attempting to do. And then the fourth leadership lesson that we're talking about on this particular book review for Creativity, Inc. is this. Another direct quote from Ed. Rather than trying to prevent all errors, we should assume as is almost always the case, that our people's intentions are good and that they want to solve problems. Give them responsibility, let the mistakes happen, and let people fix them. If there is fear, there is a reason. Our job is to find the reason and to remedy it. Management's job, this is so cool. You paying attention? This is so, so important. Management's job is not to prevent risk, but to build the ability to recover from it. Fantastic. Now let's move from leadership to go into creativity and their creative process. They have something called brain trust sessions. And let me explain what a brain trust session is and what it's required. Brain trust meetings are sessions where directors present to a group of people the latest concepts and direction of the movie and process. All right, so that's point number five, lesson number five, these brain trust meetings. So when I heard this idea or read this idea, rather, I created brain trust meetings 
around any idea or any message that I was particular. if I was giving at a church or had an idea, I would bring people in and tell them they have the opportunity, not only do they have the opportunity to rip this idea or this message apart, I need, I'm inviting you, you are the brain trust, I'm inviting you into the process. So this brain trust meeting idea is a really important process because as launchers, sometimes we're really scared to get feedback on our ideas because sometimes our ideas are us. But we've talked about this on a podcast before, and this is a lesson we'll talk about a little bit later here. You've got to uncouple the idea from you, all right? So who who could be in your life that could create a brain trust, if you will, of people that will give you feedback? Now, Lesson number six says this. It's only three words, but it's really important. Candor. Candor is required. What that means is is you've got to create an environment where people can be candid and tell you what they really think about this idea. Item number seven says this. To understand what the brain trust does, you have to start with a basic truth. And I'm quoting here. People who take on complicated creative projects become lost at some point in the process. It is the nature of things. In order to create, you must internalize and almost become the project. And that near fusing with the project is an essential part of the emergence. But it is also confusing. All directors become lost somewhere along the way in the movie-making process. That creates a problem for those who seek to give helpful feedback. How do you get a director to see a problem that they can't see? The key is to help directors see that the film is under the microscope, not the filmmaker. You are not your idea. And if you identify too closely with your ideas, you'll take offense when they are challenged, end quote. This is so important. So the question is, when people criticize your idea, your product, what you're trying to do, you've got to separate the idea from you. If you identify too closely, you'll take offense when you're challenged. Item number eight, research trips. Research trips. Research trips challenge our preconceived notions and keep cliches at bay. They fuel inspiration. They are what keeps us creating rather than copying. So I, that leads to lesson number nine, and I just put this because it was so good it's, and it's so helpful. Get out of the office. Get out of the office. It's, I don't know that there's ever been a great idea, at least in my experience, that has come in a cubicle. But typically it's when you're out of the office, connecting with different thoughts, connecting with actually people that do different things. It's in that connection where the creativity and the magic happens. So research trips challenged our preconceived notions and keep cliches at bay. They fuel inspiration. They are what keep us creating rather than copying and get out of the office. Final lesson for this particular book review is on their creative process. And I I love this. This is what it kind of looks like at Pixar. And this is what Ed wrote. If you're sailing across the ocean and your goal is to avoid the weather and waves, then why are you sailing? You have to embrace that sailing means you can't control the elements and that there will be good days and bad days and that Whatever comes, you will deal with it because your goal is eventually to get to the other side. You will not be able to control exactly how you get across, 
That's the game you've decided to be in. If your goal is to make it easier and simpler, then don't get in the boat. Wow, this is so helpful from a launcher's perspective, isn't it? I mean, if you're in the middle of a launch or thinking about a launch or trying to figure out the launch, you're kind of on this boat and you're trying to get to the other side and land at this destination. It's going to be bumpy. There are going to be high seas. There's going to be weather. There's going to be some things that you can't see that will knock you off course. But hey, that's the game we've decided to be in, right? We're launchers. That's who we are. So if our goal is to have a nice, smooth little journey to our destination, don't get in the boat. But if you're so focused on getting to that destination, whatever it may take, then that focus on that destination, you'll get there no matter what may come your way. And that's the creative process for Pixar. So those are 10 great lessons from Creativity, Inc. and Ed Catmull. Obviously, a lot more lessons in this fantastic book. Highly encourage you to pick up Creativity, Inc., and we hope today has helped push you a little further towards your destination and launching and arriving to your destination and whatever it is that you might want to launch as a launcher. Launchers are learners, and so we're going to continue to do these book review podcasts. If you've got a book suggestion for us, send it our way. Maybe we've already read it. Maybe we would love to review it. In fact, if you've got a book, send it, send it our way. We'd love to review that as well. On behalf of David Farmer, Shane Benson, Kevin Jennings, thanks for being a part of the growing Launch University tribe. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Launch University podcast. We hope it's helped move you from go-getter to difference maker. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Find more great resources at launchu.net.